Across many spiritual traditions, we learn that divinity is in the heart. I believe that within us, within each one of us, lies a perfectly unique ray of divine light. Our job is to get out of our heads and into our hearts in order to live with courage from a place of truth, service, and connection to all of life. This show is about building a life and business that you'll love with your whole self. It has been said that words spoken from the heart enter the heart. And as such, this show is about real journeys, challenges, and lessons of real people whose stories and advice can guide you on your journey, our journey. Welcome to the show. Before we get started with our guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you a female entrepreneur looking to grow your purpose-based business? Could you benefit from support, inspiration, and accountability on your business building journey? I invite you to apply to my masterminding community. We are building real relationships in a space of trust. It is a breath of freedom, and I think you could really bring a lot and benefit a lot from the group. We are all about putting our minds and our hearts together to build the businesses and the lives that this world needs most. Hop on over to drozzy.co backslash rise mastermind. That's R-I-S-E mastermind and fill out an application today. You can also click the link in the show notes and I really look forward to reading your application and connecting with you personally. All right. Welcome, Daniela. We're so excited to have you for our guest expert on LinkedIn. So welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. It is really, really nice to have you here. We're going to be spending the next 30 minutes learning about LinkedIn and how over the coming weeks and months and years, we can utilize this platform for the incredible work that each and every one of you are doing. So Daniela, it's a joy to have you here. I want to start by welcoming you and asking you to share a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the work that you are doing. Okay, well, after studying marketing, I started my career as a recruiter. So that's the background. And um, as a recruiter, I was spending uh, sometimes all day on LinkedIn at some point, searching for candidates and approaching them. And I really loved the platform. And um, what I liked even more is when people had questions about LinkedIn that I could answer. And that's why at some point I I thought, okay, I want to do something with this. I want to help people with their presence on LinkedIn. And uh, that's how I started. So I started doing it on the side uh, next to my recruitment work. And uh, that was seven years ago. And now I'm not doing any recruitment anymore. And it's mostly LinkedIn. Incredible. Great. So let's go ahead and we'll, we'll dive into talking about LinkedIn, talking about this platform. What makes LinkedIn a valuable resource for entrepreneurs and course creators? 
Well, first of all, it's the, the biggest professional network in the whole world. So that is really interesting. So the, and the people that are on LinkedIn are uh, professionals and decision makers, entrepreneurs as well. Um, so mostly if you have a course that's interesting for professionals, so more uh, towards B2B, then it's really interesting. So if your course is for entrepreneurs or small business owners right. or... So this is interesting, Danielle, and I want to pause here for a moment because so many of us are thinking about course ideas. And you mentioned if someone is going to be teaching a course that's B2B, so that means business to business. And I think it's worth all of our asking ourselves, is the course that I have relevant for individuals or is it possible that my course could also be relevant for businesses because that's a different fishing hole that's a different audience it's a different clientele and it could possibly be a way to reach a greater number of people as well as well-funded you know companies of all different sizes yeah but of course there are a lot of uh, freelancers on LinkedIn and small business owners as well. So if that's your target audience, then that's great. But if you're selling, uh, if you're creating a course that's um, like, um, I don't know, uh, baking, I'm just something I, I could think of, then yes, LinkedIn might not be the uh, worth your time and energy. So yeah, it's good to, to know this, to know, of course, what your course is about and who's the target audience and then decide, is LinkedIn interesting for me or is it better to focus on Facebook or Instagram, for instance? Okay, so let's, so let's dig into that for a minute. So suppose someone has a course on baking, right? What about, what is it about a course that would be right for LinkedIn, not, for, not right for LinkedIn? How can we make this sort of distinction? Yeah. So first of all, um, anything related to people's professional life, like anything related to professional, uh, to work, it could be interesting for LinkedIn. And if it's, if it's really focused on their personal life, um, might not be interesting for LinkedIn. But of course, there are differences like there could you could maybe you have something that's intended for um someone's personal life but um in their work you focus on i don't know managers for instance um how managers can be uh, calm mothers i'm just thinking of something then it could be interesting because on on linkedin you can find those managers so yeah, it's interesting. So I'm thinking of, so for example, someone in the course has a target audience that's children. And I'm already wondering, would it make sense to reach out to professionals who are possibly parents of those children or uh, professionals who are on LinkedIn, who are directors of education centers or, or organizations that involve children, right? Like skipping a step so you're not necessarily marketing to the children, but you're actually using the platform to find strategic connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because it's not always um, that you can use LinkedIn for um, like for your end client, your ideal client, but partnerships, um, everything like that. So in this example, yeah, you could reach out to uh, institutions, for instance. Yeah, for sure. It's so great. 
This is so interesting. Okay, so it's really thinking about, right, who are those strategic people that might be on LinkedIn? How are they connected to your audience? And then thinking about, am I connecting with freelancers? Am I connecting with businesses? Right, who is it that I want to connect with? This brings us, Daniela, to our next question, which is how does someone start? Like if we're not there yet, we're not on LinkedIn, or maybe we're not really maximizing the functionality, how does somebody start to use LinkedIn strategically? So always the first step is optimizing your profile. That's always the first step. That's like the foundation. And from there, you, you have a lot of more things to do. So what do I mean by optimizing your profile? First of all, the least you can do, you have to make an all-star profile and LinkedIn will help you um, say by saying, okay, you still need to add this or um, add more of this to make your profile an all-star profile. It just means that it's complete. Um, that's the least what you can do with your profile. And it means that the most important parts of your profile, for instance, your headline, this is the most important piece of real estate on LinkedIn, because this is what people see when they're not even on your uh, profile yet. But for instance, in search results, this is what they see. So what you see a lot of people do is they have a term like CEO there or um, um, manager, but it doesn't tell them anything about what they do. It just tells them, okay, are you a CEO and what kind of business or the size, the industry doesn't say anything. So use up the entire space in your headline. And um, next, the, um, so that is really important. Your profile okay, picture. Let's pause on headline for a moment because I, you did mention that this is the most important piece of real estate someone can have on LinkedIn. So you have your name and then there's a line that goes right underneath your name, which is your headline. So let's take kind of like a, standard headline. Um, I'm the CEO of a social media management company. Is that enough or can we do more with that? Yeah, so you can definitely do more with that. So I would start with your job title, but I wouldn't say CEO at first. You could say, say CEO, but then you would add social media specialists, a social media experts, social media guru, whatever you want to call yourself. And then you could, for instance, add keywords. So um, let's say your social media agency focuses on LinkedIn or Facebook, you would say LinkedIn, Facebook, you would add those keywords. And then you even have space to add your tagline, for instance, or what it is that you, um, when people work with you, what do they get? What do you have to offer? So use up, yeah all the space, but the beginning so is the most important. So essentially it's, it's it, I'm hearing a few things. So it's really communicating exactly what you specialize in, adding your sort of signature secret sauce, you know, whatever it is that makes you unique and special, if you can. You also mentioned using, you know, a word like guru, adding something creative or interesting. Would you say that adds value as well? I'm not a fan of guru as just like an example, but <laughs> um, it's good to say like, what what is your expertise? And um, if you just say like manager, coach, like it doesn't say anything about what, what it is that you do. Also um, keywords. So with keywords, it's good at thinking about what are your potential customers 
clients looking for. So maybe for, um, for me, it's logical, like LinkedIn, maybe I have like, let's say um, LinkedIn lead generation, a term, but maybe my clients are looking for sales on LinkedIn. Like what are, how are the clients looking for people? What are the words that they are using? And this is so great. Those words. This is so great. So, so actually staying present. So interesting because when our first week has been staying present with the questions that people are asking us. And so you're saying that even in the headline, it could be reflecting back. I solve this problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you can do that, that's great in the headline. And that could be the tagline because what I wanted to add the beginning of the headline is the most important because you don't see the entire headline at all places. So if you start with a beautiful tagline and you end with your expertise, then maybe someone doesn't read that expertise and they still don't know what you do, what it is that you do. And you see some people are really creative. They have a nice tagline as their headline, but you still don't know what it is that they do. So you miss out on profile views. And if, they, if you're not getting those views on your profile, you for sure aren't getting any connections or messages or, you know, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay, so starting to use LinkedIn strategically, the first piece that you mentioned, which is so huge, is this headline. So once we have a headline picked out, what's next? <laughs> so the headline is the part of optimizing your profile. So that is the first part. So you wanna dive deeper into the profile or to go like, what do you do after you have an optimized profile? What, um, what, you, you tell us, so we have the, we start by optimizing the headline. So you start by optimizing your profile, profile okay. which, which the headline is one part of an important part. Your profile picture is really important. Have it, uh, you know, zoomed in because sometimes you just see like a small dot. So it has to be, you know, big and I like to see smiles on those pictures and um, uh, background, you know, quiet background, white wall, for instance. Your location is really important. You have a lot of people thinking, um, okay, I live in Israel, but I have clients all over the world. So I will leave out my location, for instance. But this is a big mistake because most people that do searches on LinkedIn, they include a location in their searches. So if you don't have a location on your profile, you probably will never ever get found on LinkedIn. And not only to include the country, but also the city, because even with a city, you improve your chances of coming up in searches. So yeah, it should be, uh, so the location is really important as well. And then there are so many parts. Your about section is really important on top of your profile. Okay, so, so just to pause for a moment, this is a lot. So, so the first thing is the picture, the profile picture. And you mentioned smiling. You mentioned also having a quiet background so that, you know, there's light on your face. We can see your face. And then you mentioned location. So how important is location in the digital world? I mean, if, if we're working online, is it, does it help? Does it hurt? You know, what do we do with that? So on LinkedIn, it's really important. So when people are looking for other people in searches on LinkedIn search, most of the time they include a location. So if I would search for anyone to work with and I live in Israel, then I would say I want them in Israel or I want them in Holland because I want a Dutch speaker. I would all 
will always include a location. So if you don't include a location, you won't get found because yeah, the chances are really small that you'll get found. So yeah, that is really important. And even to include a city increases your chances to, to be found because that is what you want. Of course, you want to, um, uh, you'll get found in other ways by networking and engaging and content and all that stuff. But you also want to get found just for your profile, just with, your, with an optimized profile is already a way to get found on LinkedIn and getting found on LinkedIn means, yeah, potentially getting clients on LinkedIn. So we have this location and then in terms of this resume component, right? There is also your work experience on yeah. the profile. Are there recommendations in terms of how to do that? Is it pretty standard, like resume writing, or is there something else we should be thinking about? Well, there are differences with, with your LinkedIn profile and your resume. First of all, if you have a resume, you are applying for a certain job. So your resume should be really specific and really focused, but on LinkedIn, you want it to be as broad as you can. You, you still want to be focused, but um, you, it's, it's for everyone, not for a specific job. Anyone, maybe a client will find you or a business partner or, you know, it could be anyone. So you, you want to leave in everything that you did, you can put in your, uh, on your LinkedIn uh, profile. Whereas on a resume, you would leave out things and everything. But the most important uh, is your current work experience, of course. And talking about work experience, the most important are the job titles. Because again, when people search on LinkedIn, they sometimes search for in the job title field. So again, this is where I see people saying CEO. Um, it's great if they're looking for a CEO, um, but in general, they're looking for uh, you know, uh, skills um, like LinkedIn, baking, whatever. And that, those keywords need to be in your job title. So okay, like so in the headline. Job title, keyword, search friendly. Yes. So add a lot of keywords. You start with your job title and then a lot of keywords until you have no space left. Daniela, is there a keyword database for LinkedIn? Um, no, it doesn't have to be specific for LinkedIn because, um, you know, it, it, it matters about what are your, what is interesting for your clients, but what you can do, you have online keywords search tools. You can just, um, Google exact, this exact phrase keyword search tool. And then for instance, you would type in a keyword that's relevant for you. So for instance, I would say, um, a marketing and then what you find found find is um how many times certain words are searched for and then for instance i have online marketing on my linkedin profile the term online marketing the keywords the keyword but i don't have digital marketing so when i do a search for marketing i saw that digital marketing has like a lot of searches and I am still on my profile with online marketing. So all the people that are looking for digital marketing, maybe they can't find me because they're looking for digital marketing and I have online marketing. So if you do, uh, uh, if you research your keywords, you see, okay, this is, an, this is a keyword I didn't think about. Maybe I should include it on my LinkedIn profile. 
And when you say doing this, you know, in terms of doing the keyword research, this is this is in Google. Is it a matter of writing the words into Google and, and checking how how popular are the keywords? You, you can you can search in Google for a keyword search tool, and then you can find like websites that can give you a list of how many searches there have been, how many searches there are for a specific keyword. I think uh, the one I used recently was keyworddiscovery.com, but I, I, I'm not 100% sure. Okay, amazing what resources are out there. It's so incredible. Alrighty, so we have this profile, which is really creating like almost your storefront or your presence. Um, that people can come, they can land there, they can look at your experience and what you're working on, learn about you. What about these more active components you had mentioned, networking and you know socializing, if you will, on, uh, on the, the platform? How does that work and how is that unique on LinkedIn? Yeah, so what my formula is after optimizing, you have uh, grow, share and engage. So what I mean by grow is grow your network. And it means that you will go into LinkedIn search and look for your potential clients and reach out to them with a personalized invitation. So personalized is really important here. Um, and this way you can grow your network. Um, the bigger the net your network, the bigger the chances of success with LinkedIn, of course. So this is a matter of searching for people that you want to connect with and yeah. sending them a personalized invitation to connect. Yes. And yes. why is so it so important, Daniela, to personalize that invitation? Well, first of all, you have people that don't accept your invitation. If it's not personalized, that is one reason. But if you don't personalize it, um, yeah, you might get a new connection, but you, but it won't be a relationship. You, it won't be, you know, e e they might not remember you just because of your invitation. But if you actually personalize the invitation, first of all, you increase your chances of having your invitation accepted. So that's great. And, you know, maybe you have a conversation afterwards with this person and, from there, maybe you can build something in, in the ideal case, a client, of course. Mm -hmm. Collaborations, clients, all of those good things. Incredible. So we have reaching out and making those connections on LinkedIn. And then how about getting into, and I love what you said so much about, you know, making it memorable, making it interesting, making this about starting a conversation and a relationship. It's not just a transaction, right? It's not just about a vanity metric, having more connections on LinkedIn. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, but on LinkedIn, it's both. It's not all about uh, uh, quality, it's also quantity because the bigger your network, also the bigger your second degree network. And this is also where, um, where you can get a lot of interesting um, things. First of all, you see your second degree uh, post in your timeline sometimes you it's easier to connect with someone if it's a second degree uh, connection because you have mutual connections and you can mention those you can even ask for referrals and everything so 
it's a it's a combination yeah quality first but also grow your network and for everyone look for someone it's like uh they they want to have 10 new connections every day and for someone else 10 a week for someone else 10 a month you know but but grow excellent very good okay so then what happens after we have the connections what do we do next what are the activities that you would recommend for course creators and entrepreneurs to utilize this platform how are we you know what does engagement look like yeah so you have uh you also so you should share your own content and you should engage with other people's content so um what engagement looks like if um in an ideal situation you have at least like 15 minutes a day for this for engaging on linkedin um first of all you have the timeline so this is where you see um posts of people you're connected to or people you're following also companies you're following and some ads as well so what you do here, it, what you can do is you can like, comment, or share. So the best thing for networking, for engaging, is to comment, of course. Um, people that see that post can see your comments, and also your connections might be able to see your comments. It, it could all you know, end up in the timeline so of your own connections. So it's good for your connections. It's good for... Um, for the person you're commenting on for their post and their connections might also see it. So that's the best thing to do to, to comment. So even like five minutes a day to comment is great. Um, then, so then everyone will see your comment. They'll also see your name. They'll see your headline also. So it's, that's another way of increasing visibility. Yeah. Well. So yeah. So that's exactly where they see your picture, your name, and your headline. That's why these are so important. Um, it's not that everyone will see it, of course. In an ideal world, everyone would see it, but you know, um, some of your connections will see it, and some of theirs will see it. And the more you do this, the more people will see it. Um, so so that is the what you do on the timeline on LinkedIn. You also have, of course, the notifications. And this is also a place to go. Um, what you see here is people that future profile. Um, if you don't have a premium account, you see five people, the, the five most recent people that future profile. And of course you can visit their profile and invite them. Um, and then you also see when people, when your connections have new positions, so you can take the time to congratulate them. Um, this is mostly interesting if, if their positions are, you know, relevant for you and um, their birthdays, things like that. Uh, this is what you see in the notifications um, page. And you also have groups on LinkedIn. Um, most of, you know, I prefer Facebook groups, but yeah, you, it depends on your field. You have, you have interesting LinkedIn groups as well. You just have to to find them. If, if there is an interesting one or two that for you, then it's also great if you spend five minutes there and to uh, engage with the posts in those groups. Excellent. Excellent. And in terms of engagement for someone who's new to the platform, how would you say that LinkedIn is unique by way of comments from Facebook or by way of groups from Facebook? 
Yeah, so it's a professional network. So the communication should be, yeah, professional. Um, so, and mostly it's of course good if you say, um, look, I agree or great post, thanks for sharing. You see this a lot, but if you wanna make a difference, then it's great if you can add some more value uh, to your comments. Uh, of course, this is a little bit more time consuming, consuming but um, this is where you can make the difference. But the, the, um, yeah, the difference with Facebook is definitely like it's not a platform uh, for friends. Of course, you can have friends on LinkedIn, but it's really it, it should be a little bit more professional than than that. So your your comments should be professional and and interesting. Um, you, you see, you know, some changes that it's sometimes starting to look like Facebook, um, but um, no, th that is not what it should, uh, should become, hopefully. Interesting. So I, I love what you said, and I, I want to wrap up this portion of the, um, of the, the session, the interview, focusing in on the terms adding value that you shared, adding value. What does it mean? What could it look like really practically to add value onto a thread or in, in a discussion on LinkedIn for an entrepreneur? Yeah, so for me, it's like um, if you can give, uh, this goes for, for also social media platforms. I think that it should be about giving. And then at some point, hopefully we will receive. But uh, if not, you know, that's also fine, but about giving and giving could be anything. It could be advice. It could be a compliment. It could be, I like to at least be uh, like positive, you know, on LinkedIn in life as well, but I like to do this on LinkedIn as well. And I don't like the, you always have the people that, you know, they have the negative comments and everything. Like, I, I don't like it. So um, but doesn't mean you can disagree with someone, but of course it should be disrespectful. It should be respectful. And um, it could even really, it could even work well if you don't agree with something, but just say it in a nice way. So be like, um, give your insights, be, um, be interesting, be valuable, be positive, compliments, advice, all those things. This is so great. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you today. Where can everyone find you on LinkedIn? Is it do your full name, Daniela Frost? I want to make sure everybody has a chance to. I'm not. I'm not on LinkedIn. No, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's. Um, I'll type the. Li I, well, I love edit it. My link. I love it. Great sense of humor. Okay, so here's um, the link for yeah, your. Yeah, Daniela Frost. But my link is still my maiden name and. I'm so proud that I just have my name made a name in the link and I don't want to get rid of it, but yeah, it's uh, Daniela, my name, Daniela Frost, you can find Okay, me. incredible. And is there anywhere else online where we can find you or learn more about what you do? I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm everywhere, but I mostly am on LinkedIn. Okay, so let's everyone connect with Daniela on LinkedIn. We'll make that our first connection after this incredible incredible session today. Daniela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everyone who is here tuning in from the audience. Thank you all so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me and good luck everyone. 
Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. What was one takeaway that you heard from the show today? Can you think of somebody else who would benefit from learning that? I invite you to teach that takeaway to one person. One of the greatest ways to learn is to teach. You can message someone and share the idea, or even better, send them a link to listen to this episode. You're going to go ahead and provide them with the help that they need, and you're also helping this show, helping me to reach more people with this message. So go ahead and share it with a friend, and if you want to share this on social, you can tag me. I'm ozzy.jinkovic on Instagram, and if you tag me in your stories, I will reshare it, and I will also send you a little something as a thank you. It means so much to me that you spend your time here and I want to make this show as helpful for you as possible. So I also invite you to reach out to me and let me know what you're going through. What challenges do you have? What questions do you have? All of your direct messages are confidential. I will read them all and I will respond to them all as well. So be in touch with me and wherever you are in the world, I hope that you're meeting yourself with kindness. And I know that you are because you set aside this time to work on your life and on your business. And that is absolutely incredible. Abundant blessings and until next time.